You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. Dance. Dance. Hey, welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast. No clue what episode it is, but I do know what the day is. August 31st. The last day of August. Uh, I saw a funny tweet yesterday. Someone said, wonder what it'd be like in the, in the future when people look back on 2020 and they say, what? It's still August? <laughs> yeah. Every month there's something. Every month of 2020. Hey, September, can you just be boring? Please, we beg of you, September. You're a great month because September, people think September, oh, it's the end of summer. Guess what? You get some bangers of days in September. You get a 25-degree day in September, and that's like winning the lottery. (laughs) So September... Just, you have apples come out in September. All the harvest is coming in soon. So, yeah. Uh, We got a couple of guests coming on today's podcast. It's going to be very fun. Both are comedians. Jonathan Torrens is going to call us here in a couple minutes. Our good buddy uh, from John O'Vision Trailer Park Boys. I think he's probably on Mr. Dress Up, didn't he say? He's been on every Canadian TV show ever made. Oh, Danger Bay. I wanted to ask him if he's on Danger Bay ever. Um, and then our guest from last week, uh, Jenny Johnson, uh, comedian from L.A. Um, she was very apologetic um, how she missed last week. And I, you know what I responded with? I said, it's an effing pandemic. I don't give a You missing the podcast on the level of my worry scale is uh, is about 9,042. So, uh, Kenny, you got nothing to worry about. Uh, we're going to check in with Jonathan and um, uh, see how his summer's been. And he's got his pulse on the TV industry, as you might expect, because he's been in so much TV, but he also rents trailers out to the trailer industry in Eastern Canada. So I want to know, are they back shooting or is everything still on hold? I know Canada's wonderland uh, for you outside of Ontario who don't know what that is. It's uh, like Canada's Disney uh, without Disney characters. It's a bunch of rides. I thought it'd be open, but I guess they're not opening the whole year. Canada's Wonderland. Go night-night. When was the last time you've been to Canada's Wonderland, Stoff? Uh, a couple of years. It's been a couple. I'm actually, sorry, I went last year for the thing they have in the winter, where they dress it up all with uh, Santa Clauses and different... Uh, oh, wait, are the roller coasters open in the winter? No, I don't think I don't think any of them were. Maybe a couple of like the kiddie rides were open, but uh, I don't think anything serious was open. Yeah, because I it was, was jam packed though. Like you could never do it in this climate, but yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Jono has joined us, by the way. I do see him. I'm not All sure right, if you perfect. see him on your camera there. Let's bring him in here. There he is. There he is. Nice shirt, Jonathan. Thanks, bud. This is a gift from uh, a friend of mine named Dan O'Toole stay at my place um, last summer. It's hard to believe. It's our one-year anniversary since you were out here. And, and that's your is, beautiful house behind you. Yes. In fact, since you were here, because of the Covis, as it's known on the East Coast, I've installed uh, what is permanently known as the O'Toole Shed in the backyard. So next time you come visit, this is your place to stay. But this is my new work-from-home studio. I'm pulling a Leo Routens. Got a pool. It's <laughs> wine o'clock. We got a Leon burger. Hey, uh, so that's not a picture behind you? No, no, that's real life. Man. That's the actual house? Holy yeah. crap. Soph, am I wrong here? Does that not look like a picture? That's the street sense money, bro. Wow. Uh, well done, my friend. Um, hey, I have a pressing question. We talked about this on the podcast last week, and um, I'm, I'm at the number two. How many showers do you have? with one towel before you wash it. I'm at two. Okay. Um, I feel like in this particular equation, you have to factor in how recently it has been laundered. A fresh towel, I think, is good for three up to four showers over two whoa, days. Whoa. But if you're four showers in, then I think you have to switch it out. You know what I mean? If it already has dampness or mustiness when you dry to dry yourself off, it's got to go. Yeah. The, the key to prolonging the life of the towel is to make sure fully dryness of the towel takes place between showers. Right. Do you know what's one worse, of the things that, What's worse, uh, grabbing a, a wet towel to dry off with and no other towels are around or putting on wet swim trunks? I'm going to tell you, conversely, the most spoiled I ever feel in my entire adult life is when Carol, who you know, a lovely human being and- um, yeah kind enough to be my roommate, fires the towels in the dryer when we're getting out of the shower or getting out of the pool. Wow. A freshly warmed towel, that is love. Um, I still, uh, even though my kids are getting older, they're 12 and not my two oldest, um, I still throw the, the pile of laundry out of the dryer on top of them. But the odd time, um, you get a, a, a button uh, or something <laughs> that's steaming hot and that goes right on their skin. Yeah, yeah, that was straight oh, into the no dryer. Good. That's no good. Oh yeah, right, right. The the hot metal on the jeans, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the cowboy hey, shirts. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Jono, I was just uh, uh, questioning out loud if the TV industry in Eastern Canada has started to get back into motion, or is everything still shut down? It has only in the last two weeks kind of ramped up again. This was supposed to be our big comeback year. We had kind of a bump. Uh, in 2015 um, with changes to our film tax credit, kind of a long story. But um, this was supposed to be our big rebound year and then the COVID struck. Um, so that delayed things a little bit, but in the last couple of weeks, things have ramped up again. And one of the things that they're doing on sets here, and this is quite genius, is different departments have different color masks. So if you're uh -huh. a purple mask in hair and makeup, you can't be seen on the lighting truck, which is a green mask. And Ooh, some I people like obviously have all access masks. And it's really changed the transport industry, as you might imagine, driving people around. But um, that's one way that they can kind of minimize the spread should it happen. So if someone in the beauty department. Uh -oh. oh, Jono froze. Jono, still there? 
he's frozen. I can't believe that. I seriously thought that was a picture inside his house of his house. Truro, Truro, Nova Scotia. I've um, slept in that driveway. I was in an RV. I just didn't. I just didn't stumble onto the driveway and pass out. Zoom calls. I wish you could call people. They're gonna have a list of um, things people hated the most, aside from the the obvious things like COVID and racial inequality and all that. Um, and I'm not dismissing either of those. I'm just saying they'll have a list of things people really liked about 2020 um, and hated. And I bet you Zoom is going to be on the hated. Like people are going to say, I can't wait to never Zoom again in my life. And those few who stuck with Skype hated as well. And baking bread was probably going to be a hated one. What would be on the positive list about 2020? What, what has come out of 2020 where people, well, we're, we're a lot cleaner now. Less trips to the store. People know how to uh, budget for a week's worth of groceries. That's right. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've become better shoppers. Um, we've all become aware of our breath more because when you're wearing a mask, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, about, uh, how about people with bad dental work? This is a godsend for them. Wearing masks. You can really let yourself go. I wonder if there's been any encounters where two people are chatting and they're like, okay, this is going well. And one of them takes off the mask and you're like, yeah, <laughs> like it's Austin Powers teeth. Could happen. What do you do? What do you do? You practice social distancing. Move six feet back. That's right. No school dances. Oh man. Spot of that. We had to keep, um, what was it, the, the Holy Spirit between us at our, uh, our Catholic high school dances where you had to have your arms out like that with the person. But uh, Stairway to Heaven comes on. You're, uh, by the end of the night, the teachers, they're like, yeah, get me the hell out of here. There's a little closeness there. Might even be some leg on leg. <laughs> Not anymore. Would you get tonight, O'Toole? Little leg. Score. <laughs> it probably was. Uh, <laughs> that would have been uh, a home run. <laughs> uh, John, will you call him back, bud? What do you think? Phone died? I'm betting phone died. Um, so that shirt he was wearing um, was from PTBO. It's a t-shirt uh, brand that uh, sells uh, at a store in my hometown of Peterborough. And they have awesome shirts. Check them out online. PTBO t-shirts. And he had one from one of the townships outside of Peterborough. And I've mentioned this before. Uh, Dummer. Duro Dummer Township. Uh, Duro, home of the Duro Doings. Jay always found that to be very humorous. Um, but, yeah, I know people that are from Dummer. So, <laughs> I do. They're good people. Hey, Ron, don't lick the computer. But it tastes so good. Just, uh, again, if you, anyone wants to look after a couple cats, and by look after, I mean for like 10 years, there's a couple available. They need to go on vacation.
You can auction them off. You're a celebrity. Um, Ron keeps wanting to go outside after he was missing for six days, but the, my daughters will not allow it. They say he's never allowed out again, and the guy's begging. He's like, just, just give me a little taste of it. What just. do you, what do you think happened out there that he wants to go back out so bad? I think he got into the crack, the crack cocaine. Oh, I thought maybe because he came back. Well, listen, he came back skinny, and he had lost his voice the next day. Like I told you, he went to meow, and he was like. And he hadn't slept in over a week. I'm like, Ron, are you hungover? And now he's back to normal. So now he's, so our house is rehab. He comes back here for rehab and then he hits the streets again. That's unfortunate. I thought maybe he found the lady cat, but. He doesn't have the parts to make that of interest to him. Well, I guess. No, I mean, isn't friendship. He... Just friendship. Friendship, yeah. <laughs> Someone to watch TV with. And she probably likes that. She's like, "Hey, this guy's like nice. He doesn't want anything else. Yeah, he's not jumping on top of me the whole yeah, time." Yeah, this guy's a this guy's great. He's a breath of fresh air out here in the wilderness of Orno. <laughs> deep fried some more things in the air fryer. Not deep fried. I air fried things. Here's a t- if you got the air fryer. Um, Put an English muffin in the toaster, make it all nice and crispy. Put some pizza sauce on that uh, English muffin and then some mozzarella, some shredded mozzarella on top of that. Put that in the air fryer. Oh, it's like the best cheese slash pizza bread you'll have in your life. I made a couple because I was experimenting, brought them out to my daughters. They're like, oh my, oh my, can you make like 20 more of those? I said, sorry, kids. Just two more. We're at English muffins. <laughs> it's fair. I'm getting hungry over here. Yeah. I, I'm seriously addicted to this air fryer. Mars bar. I figured out how to do it. So to air fry a Mars bar. So I'm not urinating. That's something you filling up a glass of water. To air fry a Mars bar, you put it in the freezer and then you dip it in pancake mix and then put it in the air fryer. Before, we didn't put it in the freezer, so you had a, a melted blob. A gooey. But it's heaven. He- absolute heaven eating that thing. And it's good for you. Um, a lot of people sent me suggestions. I forget what those were. One guy said, uh, have you ever deep fried a, or uh, air fried a cat? I hope that was an attempt at a joke. Because... Uh, yeah, I think something, something. Ron didn't find that funny. <laughs> That's a, a swing and a miss on that one. Uh, so, uh, Jonathan, let me check here on him again. He wrote to me that he has to call Bell to get the issue resolved. So. Uh, uh, well, our guest, other guest going to be calling in eight minutes. And uh, I don't know about his towels. Four or five, he said? Four or five uses? Well, he said if it's a really fresh towel, though. He does have yeah. a point, because if you have a towel that's been sitting in the uh, closet for a little while. So a freshly laundered towel is different than a towel that's been sitting in the towel closet? Oh, absolutely. How so? It smells different, feels different. Come on. Nah. I like the ones that have been sitting a while, because you know they're ultra dry. Is that a problem for you? <laughs> the towel's too wet when you go to dry yourself? <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, but I just like to know it's bone dry because sometimes 
if you got a fluffy towel and it's coming out of the dryer, sometimes mm. the, the, it fools the dryer. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm dry. I'm dry. You can shut up now. Okay, so and then now, the towel's like... does the fluffiness of the towel determine how many times you can use it afterwards? Some fluffy towels do not dry you well at all. Some towels are horrible towels. Absolutely. Some towels, some towels, I'm like, this is making me wetter. Yeah, I actually find that with the thicker ones, like the fluffier towels, it will uh, it will not dry you completely and it gets soaked in no time. Yeah, so I, I believe you can probably YouTube that because there's probably a washing tip to getting the towel ready. Anyway, this is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little homework assignment for you listeners. This has been Towel Talk. <laughs> hey, uh, TikTok, again, I continue to, to rave about it. Learn something uh, to put in your dryer. Balled up things of tinfoil. It speeds up the drying process, and you can use it instead of dryer sheets. Boom. TikTok does it again. Tinfoil? Really? That's not dangerous? No, I don't. Look, sounds dangerous, but no. And then you look it up online, and people are like, yeah, that's you do that. It's no problem. And then after it, that, the ball of tinfoil comes out of the dryer, you, you chew on it. You want to get all the vitamins. <laughs> oh, when I used to have uh, metal fillings, uh, just thinking of that would have made me gag right now. Chewing on tinfoil. Yeah, fillings or no fillings, probably not a good idea. No fillings, I don't think you'd have a problem. Now, I don't know. I'm not a dentist. So, Jenny, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed here. Oh, we're only two minutes away. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What happened? Ah, uh, she said, son of a my dog just ripped a nail off his paw jumping out of a chair. I have to take him to the vet now. So to recap, Jonathan Torrens uh, didn't pay his cell phone bill. And then when he got his cell phone topped back up, he had to put his girls to bed. So I'm like, okay, I totally understand that. Then we went to call Jenny Johnson. Then she wasn't calling in because on Zoom calls, you have to click the link and then they join. So I checked my messages. Her dog jumped off the couch and one of his nails got caught in something and ripped off. So she had to take the poor dog to the vet. So we'll try her again next week. She is now our um, Matt Damon of uh, Jimmy Kimmel fame. So... We've dialed up our go-to guest in a pinch. He's always there. When he clicks the link right now, he is going to join us. Someone in the green room. What? Admit. Hey. Here we go. Jeremy Taggart. How's it going, man? What's up, buddy? Oh, you're summer styling. I'm, I'm ready to go here. Hey, I, I think you got to turn your phone the other way. This way? Let me see, because you're sideways right now. There we go. Right. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, we were just talking to Jono. Uh, he didn't pay a cell phone bill, and he um, his cell phone died. Oh, no. And then, and then our other guest, Jenny Johnson, she's a comedian. Just before the podcast started taping, her dog, one of his nails got ripped out of his paw. She had to go to the vet with him. Oh, man. We're good now, though. We got, we got me. I got some. Uh, and you, you are in God's country, it looks like. Is that a little red wine? Oh, this is uh, Diet Pepsi. Ah. You like diet drinks? I don't like diet drinks. I, I don't love them, but. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I figure if a, a liquid I, that color is going go in my body, is going in my body, I want like the high octane. Uh, you know, I was on a show, I was hosting our show last week, I think it was with Kayla Gray, and I brought up Jolt Cola. She's so young, she'd never heard of Jolt Cola. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, but like I said, I'm in, I'm in Muskoka, yep. and across the lake from where I'm at is the guy that started Cot Beverages. Remember, it's Cot to be good. <laughs> yeah. Did they make Jolt? Did they make Jolt? Did Cot make... I don't know. I don't know. Um, Jeremy, not to, not to bring the mood down, but uh, usually when you're there, I'm there with you. Uh, what's going on? Uh, I'm uh, right here in, in the beautiful Muskoka. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm usually in the next cottage over from you. Well, yeah, usually you're right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, what's the water temp up there? What's the lake temp? I think it's uh, Berlin at around, I don't know, like what's comfortable... Like seventy, something like that. Is that is that or is that? I, I like it around eighty. I like it around eighty. Maybe it's eighty. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's whatever temperature you want it to be. Well, if you is. think hard enough. I'm not a big guy. I was I and in there watching the kids. So they they were in it for hours. So it must be must be in this. Yeah, because kids. I don't know if they've got an extra layer of skin or something, but they can swim in cold pools in which I can't even put my feet in. Yeah, they turn into seals, and they just, <laughs> just like an hour problem. Uh, or maybe it's been my problem all my life because um, on the farm growing up, we had a we had a, one of the above ground pools, and uh, it was late in the season. And there's a picture of me, and I'm I'm fully clothed with like a sweater and. Uh, sweatpants on and like a shower cap because I wanted to go in the pool, but I hate cold water. Uh, yeah. But you're even colder if you're wearing clothes because then it's suctioned to you. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. And that, but that I, pool, uh, one time we came back from a family trip, that pool we came back, it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so no one stole it. No one stole our above ground pool. It just, it, uh, crack in it and it was just uh water all leaked out that's like in when i lived near alliston there are some classic above ground pools there like, <laughs> or like the one like get banged up and like bump into it and it would cave and the whole backyard would flood oh yeah oh because we had the metal sides if someone was leaning on that my dad would be like what do you don't up and your elbow goes into the lining <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, so one comedian has a funny joke about above ground pools. Um, and it was, uh, how much fun can you have when only you're, when you're only have water up to your waist? I have a traumatizing, I have a traumatizing um, uh, memory from that pool. 
one time my parents' friend brought over their pet. It was a pet raccoon on a leash. I was in the pool. That thing came to the edge of the deck and just started hissing at me. Would not let me leave the pool. That's like that's the thing though. Those pool like when you're just standing above water. <laughs> <laughs> One of the tricks we did in um, our above ground pool is if you had a bunch of people and you all ran along the outskirts of it, and you got a nice little uh, whirlpool going. And then you could jump out of the train of running around and then you could float in the whirlpool and it would just take you around. That's something you, you can do in an above ground pool. And this is like in the small town, that is just, it's a social place to get back up. Yeah. And hey, if you got a pool, I'm there. I don't care if it's above ground, in ground. So Taggart, is this like your, um, uh, George Costanza's dad's, um, is this your like uh, cruise wear? Yeah, yeah, you like this? I love it. You're yeah, like Tommy a, Bahama. Yeah, it's hard to have a bad time when you're wearing this, you know? It's yeah. like when you're it's like when you're wearing big floppy, you know, uh slippers, the big huge ones, like it's hard to have an argument wearing those things. <laughs> That's right. If you if you go into the grocery store and that, if you go anywhere, you're like I I want to see where that guy's going. Exactly. <laughs> No, you can't have a good time. Even if you're by yourself, you feel good wearing this shirt. Yeah, have you, Lisa got it for me, and I'm. Uh, I'm have you ever met? It. Have you ever met or run into Jimmy Buffett? No, I haven't. Uh, I do. I'm a fan, though. I mean, that guy just packs it in, no matter where he goes, and then he like writes books and stuff. Like, <laughs> he's got that guy's got. Like a plane, he's got his own plane. He's one of those kind of loaded. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of those super rich guys where you don't even think about it because yeah. how long has he been performing? And everywhere he plays, it's sold out because of his uh, parrot heads. Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, the parrot heads are the fans. And they yeah. actually have, uh, like he has restaurants. Have you, ever, have you been the to Margaritaville? Margaritaville yeah. Those restaurants? I've never entered one because I'm and like, they literally, I Yeah. Well, I've been like back in the day, like on tour and there's nothing else and you're at sound check and you're in one of those kind of, you know, like in Orlando or Disney where that's you're stuck on, a, on that kind of compound of a resort and that's your options yeah. for lunch, you know. So you go, I went into Margaritaville and they literally, they just played uh, live versions of Margaritaville <laughs> in the loop. So you just hear the song, just different jams. And it's oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you're like, fine, great. This year, it's live from Budapest in 1976, <laughs> Margaritaville. <laughs> Cut to Pittsburgh in summer 73, Margaritaville. <laughs> hey, speaking yeah. of being in a location and hearing the, the perfect song for that, so Margaritaville, hearing that song in a Margaritaville restaurant would be great. I yeah. once heard a band playing when I was in um, Talladega for a race, and we went out to the bars in Alabama and heard Sweet Home Alabama while standing on Alabama soil. I'm like, yes, perfect. Yeah, mu music, it, it usually, uh, it, it sounds better when, and it feels better in the place that it was written or re recorded or, you know, the, the reason behind it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I started to get into Steely Dan from driving in L.A. in traffic. 
and Steely Dan is like it just like it just hearing it on the radio there whenever I was in traffic I'm like oh, I'd be like this is fine I got no problems I get now I get it yeah. it's just like that precision but it's also kind of the constant like chill vibe of that music uh, lends itself to the turmoil of, of L.A. You know, yes, Steely Dan. I whenever I stumble upon it on satellite, stumble upon them on satellite radio, I always stop. And speaking of performing um, music where it was written or where it was uh, thought of, I never liked Rush until I saw them at Sarstock and then saw them live, and where I was like, "Holy, I get it now!" Holy. You got into things. Well, yeah, yeah. Plus, they played a bunch of hits, probably in a row, right? So, oh yeah. yeah, they were playing the. They blew uh, every band that was on before them because I think it was uh, they performed. Then AC it was ACDC, right? and then and they're great. Then, and then Rolling Stones. After again, yeah. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. It should be in every band's rider. We don't follow ACDC. There's no, no following ACDC. Well, the Stones are going to be the Stones anyway. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the stone, yeah, the, the stones going, yeah, ACDC are known at that time, especially just for just being super solid and tight as hell. Every time they played, it was like, yeah, just like what, the record. What was the deal? So at Sarstock, Rush had a a washer and dryer on stage with them. Was there? What's the symbolism there? Does that mean anything? That's just uh, Getty's sense of humor, man. Those guys love a little <laughs> gag, just for kicks. They figure, well. <laughs> Well, I think the joke was because the amps on stage for most bands aren't, aren't, aren't the amps you hear because either it's like a direct box in to the front of house. So it's just their effects and all their pedals, but it's a direct into a, a, a you know, it's not the amps on stage aren't mic'd and that's what you hear like they used to be. Sometimes it is, but largely it's not. So I think Getty was like, what what's the point of having you know, big stacks here. We might as well have, you know, yeah. washer and dryer because they're not <laughs> fooling anybody by having all these. <laughs> yeah. How about so, yeah. the, um, how about the Beatles sound system when they played Shea stadium? Well, there wasn't, it was, the, it was the PA, the PA that the guys are like, here comes Mickey Mantle. <laughs> you know, like it was literally like uh, up to the plate. <laughs> No, but I think, that, I think they had some, like, home speakers at all four corners of the stage, too. I think they had extra, four extra speakers. Also, it was, like, Shea Stadium, so it was, like, Tom Seaver. Yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was just brutal. <laughs> well, they didn't, have a, they didn't have sound systems I, back yeah, then. Yeah, so literally it was, like, just this horn thing that, this, yeah. <laughs> whatever was going on there that people spoke out of this tiny little box PA and they couldn't hear anything on stage. There was no monitors. Oh yeah. They all did, uh, no they had to watch each other to make sure they were playing the right part. Well, they of the just song. had, yeah. If, if everybody played to Ringo, they were fine. Yeah. Cause they were, you know, like, cause they could hear the beat enough to, uh, to play along with it. They knew that that's, they were so underrated because they were such great musicians from playing over and over and over. Like in when they were in Germany playing like four or five shows a day, every week, constantly, they just became great musicians and playing music. It's like to a working the room in terms of a band incredibly, you know? Um, so they didn't need monitors. It was crazy. That was the concert. Well, a lot of the early concerts were just, 
people screaming. So it, it didn't matter what well, they played. Look, look at the On the Roof concert, right? When they're yeah. on Abbey Road Studios, like there's okay there's monitors there and they can hear them but listen to how amazing that performance is it's incredible with billy preston there it that's a great example of like they weren't touring all the time but they were always playing together in the studio in some level some form but that's a great example of like man they were always an incredible live band for sure so yeah that, that's that's another band uh, uh, i discovered later in life because i when I thought of the Beatles, I just thought of, I want to hold your hand. And I'm like, oh, it's just like bubblegum yeah. pop from the. Yeah, but then, that song alone. Uh, then I got into it. Changes then I found and all the stuff. Oh, it's, it's actually nice. good. Yeah, yeah. Even those ones, like if you break them down and listen to the, each of the instruments, it's crazy what's going on. Like just an intricate and. Like this, the chord changes and the harmonies are just hardcore, man. Well, I yeah. they, it, what blew my mind is when I first put on Abbey Road and I'm like, what the f is this? Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're, yeah, and you're a fan of like kind of the more soundscape idea of recording where the Beatles were in that band, the, when they first started, an album was a only a recording of what you were on stage. Like what you played live, that was what the album, it was a recording of you guys. So there was no, there was only four tracks. There was nothing more you could do. So one, and they got to eight tracks by the time they were later in their career. So they, once they started experimenting with recording and making, you know, overdubbing and doing more experimental stuff, that kind of changed the whole landscape of what an album is and an album became more like a movie or a motion picture of what the band is like because it's just bigger and something that you can't really repl replicate replicate live and that's why the beatles didn't really tour anymore because they couldn't really replicate uh revolver or you know a song like tomorrow never knows live so they didn't bother they just said let's just make crazy music in the studio and that'll be fine so it's that changed everything I don't think I've ever asked you this. Um, what is your your Mount Rushmore of bands? Uh, Beatles for sure, probably. Uh, John Coltrane would be another with his uh, quartet of McCoy Tyner, Alvin Jones, and Jimmy Garrison, like that band. And third is, did you say five? Uh, well, how uh, many are Mount Rushmore? Is there four, four or five? Well, because because I, 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 <laughs> I like uh, I like re recording crews as well, like the Wrecking Crew as a yeah as a group of musicians or you know stacks like the Booker T and the MGs that band like they're all the different you know Otis Redding and oh yeah classic. Like the, the Stax albums, the Motown bands, like th there's just there's about four or five different groups of musicians in different parts of America that made really important music. So I don't know, like I love I'm a, I love musicians, so I would start going that route. Than yeah. Other than bands, because th those group of musicians recorded whole genres of music, not hmm. just you know one record. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a documentary on that. So sticks doesn't make it on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, definitely not sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Come like, on. What, too what? much, too much time on my hands. Yeah, and then, and then they had all the they had all the infighting and the great drama. And like, then Gowan and then Gowan joined. Yeah, they, they booted out Dennis DeYoung there. And then they like because Mr. Roboto was getting out of hand. Started giving turning it turning into like prog drama rock, I guess. Oh no! So whatever. I, I was never a big sticks guy, anyway. How about Zeppelin? I thought you put Zeppelin still, up there. I I love Zeppelin. Yeah, Zeppelin for sure. The Who. I love. I love all. The, that's a whole other thing. The British bands and the British, you know, musicians as well, like the Jeff Becks and uh, the like. I, I think. The change that happened with the merge of, of rhythm and blues in America and the British music in the early 60s was kind of the most important uh, uh, change in music, I think. When, those, when, that, when that all happened, it was just it kind of, it, it was, I guess, when continents kind of got together that is basically what happened. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, before that, it was like individual stuff that you heard from different places, whereas when in the 60s, music really started to take a whole new level. Uh, this one's really putting you on the spot. So say they made a Noah's Ark, but for musicians, and every country had to pick one musician, past or present, where you're like, okay, yeah, this, this guy, okay, this is, this is our best. Here's what we're giving you. Who would you pick from Canada, past or present? A musician where you're like, yeah, this guy, we have no problem sending you this guy. The band. Like, yeah, the band. You know, yeah. All those yeah. guys. Rick Danko, Garth Hudson. Uh, That's a good selection. Uh, Ro Ro Robbie Robertson. I mean that that group Levon Helm was American, but I mean I just, know that's he wouldn't be able to go with the Canadians. <laughs> yeah. What a group you'd, of players. You'd have to join Richard Manuel. I, uh, yeah, the band and Neil Young. Oh yeah, Neil Young. Probably, you know, obviously, Joni Mitchell. Probably, she's got to get in there. I uh, have you ever met Neil of, Young? I did a couple times. Yes, wonderful, nice, sweet guy. Really nice, like a uh, type of guy you'd like to have a hang with. Yeah, he seems like a guy yeah. too. Where if you got into his study or found out where all his writing stuff was where he would just have pages and books of like songs that he's written and all the originals oh, that he's yeah. written. Like it'd just be a treasure trove. Well, he's got, he's, he's got, uh, he's got massive amounts of unreleased records from all the different decades from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. He's, he's always made, he's always been recording music and archiving it. And it's that's all why he has the on archives. Yeah, it's he's got, all archived he's on that speaker. Of, that speaker yeah, right? he came out with. It's all archived the Pono, on it. The Pono <laughs> sisters. Yeah. Well, I like, hope he didn't lose a lot of money on that. No, but that shows uh, that shows his passion and the fact that I he's know. willing to you know fight just because he felt that people are listening to crappy music and like listening to to music with poor sound quality and accepting the mp3 as a format when you know music isn't gotten it's not free but the mm -hmm. sound quality the cost of an mp3 to make compared to a bigger 
uh, file that, that, that has bigger bandwidth and gives you the true sound, you know, bandwidth and opportunity. It's night and day, but like we are where okay, we so are. Okay, so describe it. So describe it. See, I thought it was just a better speaker, but it was a it was how the the music was recorded. Everything. Yeah, it's just a bigger, a, a larger file digitally. Okay. So I mean, a wave file is it sounds better because it's just a bigger piece of the recording, the opportunity of it, right? So. Um, the Pano idea was just the device played a better quality of the audio. So it was a good idea and the intent is there. It just was kind of ugly and clunky and probably expensive, I guess, for, for, for what it was. Because it, it, people felt like they, were, uh, they had to cut the cord or something to play it when it was like, no, this is just something to enjoy all your music on that sounds yeah. better. So. Did you ever hear one? Have you ever seen one? No, but I mean, it's like, it's the, the, the same as having, I guess, a good stereo system and listening to, to, to a vinyl record or a good, I guess, a good CD. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got, uh, got to get the, he had one in his car, right? Like he one put into like his old, some old did. Cadillac fifties. Yeah. Um, like, my sound quality. My my sound quality on my record player not so good. It's one of the old cabinet ones where you lift up the lift up the cabinet to to put the record in. Yeah, one time me and Jet, my brother, tried to solve one of those in half <laughs> in the basement. Why? I don't, it was just there and never used. We're like, hey, let's try and saw this thing in half and see what happens. Let's turn let's turn it on too while we do it. <laughs> we put on like a Joe Cocker album or something and started sawing it in half. And my dad came running down the stairs because we were just about to get to the electronics on the saw. <laughs> Holy <laughs> He came, Ronnie came running and ripped. What the f are you doing? You idiots screaming at us. Get the f out of here. <laughs> just losing his mind. But he thought we were going to kill ourselves by because we would have got down into the system and found out that that's not a good idea while it's plugged in. To thaw <laughs> that's, it in like, half. that's like my brother Vince. He'd find things like parts of things around the house because he would take apart working things just to see inside them and try to put them back together. Yes, yeah, we do stupid stuff like try to slide down the stairs on on a box or in a box and you're oh like, yeah that's you're not you're not thinking about like going into the drywall and like breaking four or five you know pieces of paneling which happened you know oh, yeah. that's what happened but there was no, there's no uh, pride of ownership when you're a kid Hell that's no. the thing you don't you don't care about the house you you just treat it like a piece of oh and everything like my kids, I don't know how your kids respond to like chores and stuff. My kids are like, yeah, give me a second or ah, in a minute. I'm like, if I ever said that to my parents, I said, I don't even know what happened because I never said that. They're like, well, it's different parenting now anyway. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, yeah, no. They're like, you can't get away with that now. I'm like, what, no. really? Yeah. It's like oh. the facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> um so jeremy before we let you go how's your summer been good yeah i mean it's uh it's you know 
kind of uh, everybody, same as everyone, just kind of hanging in and just taking your chances. This is, I guess, the closest thing to a vacation. <laughs> but yeah. we're, you know, we're getting ready for a kind of a confusing school year with the kids. You know, are your uh, kids going back to school? Or are you doing homeschooling? No, they're going. They're going to go back on the. Okay. I guess it's like the eleventh or the fourteenth, but yeah. uh, um, at the sign of any other outbreaks in the fall if there's another outbreak and that's that's bad where things are like they were in the spring then obviously they're coming out at the first oh yeah ford's not gonna well none of the premiers in canada are gonna be able to sleep uh, until they see like okay we're into this a couple weeks there's nothing happened because give me a lot of restless nights because they have to pull the plug immediately if anything is remotely well, close to like a breakdown. Yeah, and we're still over a hundred, clicking over a hundred every day. It's not like it's zero. So um, it's still a little volatile as it is, and everyone has to kind of maintain safety and keep precautions. But uh, yeah, if if anything gets worse, then you have to you have to you know get lockdown cranked up again. You know. Uh, oh, get this! I hope, uh, I hope it doesn't happen. Let's hope my, that, uh, that doesn't happen. A family friend was at Shoppers Drug Mart in Vancouver last week. And this lady came in. She's like, hi, y'all. Big uh, Southern accent. Hi, y'all. What's going on? And they're like, oh, where are you from? She's like, Atlanta. And they're like, oh, when would you get here? She goes, I just came from the airport. They're like, whoa, whoa. You can't be here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just came from Atlanta. Like she just what? came from the airport. She didn't know she was supposed to quarantine. Nothing. They're like, ma'am, we gotta call the police. <laughs> Whoa, man, that's crazy. I yeah. know. <laughs> like no one's following these people to their their hotels, so you're just trusting their quarantine. Well, <laughs> what the hell? My phone. I thought I turned off the the app and i probably looked ridiculous there for a minute before that so no i, went I, to a, I don't think it I went caught to a computer oh so this my, no i know uh, so i'm saying this, stuff, this, this yeah where was this person uh, that in saw vancouver. the person from atlanta in, what at, happened? at shoppers oh, drug okay, mart in yeah. vancouver and they're like oh where, where are you from they're like, atlanta <laughs> you're like what and she goes i just came from the airport <laughs> Yeah. What the hell? Wow. Hey, nice so um, protocol, Jenny, Jenny Johnson, I know. Jenny Johnson, um, the comedian, she's going to join us maybe next week. Um, but she had a great line. We were messaging each other the other night. And she had regrets because she missed last week's podcast. And I'm like, hey, I don't, I don't care. It's a pandemic. Who gives a f And she's like, I know down the road, people will be like, oh, be nice to her. They're, she's a 2020 survivor. That's what they're going to say about us. They were like, oh, they survived 2020. Uh, yeah. We're 2020 yeah, well, survivors. Let's hope. You know what? I, if, if, if it's only 2020 and the 2021 is smooth sailing, then that's good with me. Yeah. It wouldn't oh, that man. be great? It's like it's a thing of the past as opposed to like, here we go, 2021, keep on rolling. That's what I don't like. Um, so your, your most hated things about 2020 – and you're most liked. Obviously, don't include the pandemic or any uh, of that other stuff. I said Zoom is going to be the most hated. And um, our cleanliness is going to be the most liked. We're all much more sanitary now. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I would say the closeness was the best thing that, yep. you know, I'm getting with the family and, yep. you know, when you're in together all the time, but that's something you're forced into and mm -hmm. uh, you, you, uh, you have your ups and downs, but now it, and it's, it, that to me has been the, the best thing about it for sure. Yep. And uh, the worst thing has just been uh, how everything is. That's it. Everything's been <laughs> Other than that, like every, every, everything's been 100% man. Yeah, it has. <laughs> and and I don't mean to bring people down. I'm like, uh, guys, we still have an American presidential election to get through in 2020. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so it's it's like we're all kind of on our hands and knees, hoping America does the right thing to get out of this mess. And uh, it's almost a, it's almost a civil war down there right now. Yeah, the division is is uh, out of control, and I think uh, uh, I think uh, well, what has to happen is kind of dem democracy has to step back in and then uh, they have to properly evaluate and uh, and show everybody what happened and who this is the reason why these people have been uh, taken away or they're gone is because this corruption has been happening and this is what's going on with Russia and this is all the actual stuff that we have been trying to say is truthfully out now and all those things have to happen right so yeah how that's, that's yeah. How long's the Wikipedia entry going to be on 2020? <laughs> it's going to be, it, no. and it's going to take up half the internet. Oh my god! Well, Jeremy, we th thanks for coming on, buddy, and uh, in the last second um, booking. So we really appreciate it. We want you to get back to vacation and your in your vacation wear. Yeah, always a pleasure to be with you. It's too bad you weren't here with me. Like I normal, know. You know. know. We could be drinking. Always a good time with you here. Yeah, always a good time with my boy Dan. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll, okay. I'll, cr I'll crank out a cup. I'll crank out a couple extra tunes for you tonight, man. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Love it. Get some sticks in there. Oh, uh, I, I guess so. Well, we'll text. You can text me some jams. <laughs> okay, good chat, everybody. Okay, uh, talk love to you, man. Love you. All right, see ya. That's Jeremy Taggart, uh, Canadian rock legend. What a guy joining us last minute after, hey, guests run into things. And again, like I said, who the f cares? Not me. Guess who cares? Oh, no, I wouldn't be pointing at myself. No, <laughs> That did not go well. <laughs> Yes, who cares? This guy. I, I do have a Jolt Cola update if you're interested. Okay, yeah, what is it? Jolt Cola went off the uh, market in 2009 when they uh, had to declare bankruptcy because they were in dispute over their packaging with another company. Mm. And Jolt Cola was then brought back in 2018 at dollar stores, and you could buy it on Amazon, but unfortunately, again, it went under. They're mm. still listed on Amazon, but it says currently unavailable. Huh. So there you go. Um, I just put my hands to my face. Here's a weird question. Do you take multivitamins or vitamin C? Yeah, I take vitamin C and B in the morning. Does it come through your hands? Like, can you smell it? Like right now? No. Well, like right after you take it. After you take it, yeah, because it was in your hand. 
No, 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 no. Like it everywhere on my body. Oh, like it goes through your. Yes. Like I can smell vitamin C. Oh, that'd be awesome. Coming out of my butt. Mm. It's weird. That's, that's uh, that's something. You're perspiring vitamins. Yeah, that's that's an okay thing to perspire, I guess. Anyway, hey, uh, the podcast uh, turned out. Um, we'll hopefully connect with Jenny next week. Oh, and we're going to have uh, Natasha next week. Natasha Stanishevsky, uh, Stanishevsky, who was filling in for Jay Onright last week because Jay was on vacation. Jay's back next week. Uh, so we'll ask about her time on the show, um, how her 2020's been, how Whip It Up Wednesday's going, all that stuff. So uh, that'll be uh, next week. And um, keep those uh, air fryer recipe recommendations coming. I read them all. Uh, send them to me on direct message on uh, Instagram or on Twitter and uh, very much appreciated. Stop as always. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. And if you got any Jolt Cola lying around, send it my way. I wouldn't mind having a, a nice ice cold Jolt Cola just to, because I don't really remember the do, flavor. Do you at know all. what the slogan is? Jolt, get it in ya? Close. All the sugar and twice the caffeine. <laughs> so it's a healthy beverage. I wonder why it went off the market. Well, at least they were honest. Uh, okay, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. James Duffy presents the Rubber Boots Podcast. So we're sitting down at our table. The, the waiter comes up. And he's like profusely sweating. <laughs> and this is like 100% his first line to us. He goes, hello. I am not well. <laughs> I'm very ill. <laughs> you ate there? I came down with it yesterday. I've just not been good. Not good at all. Get it at tsn.ca and anywhere you get your podcasts.